0: I really like the selection of, of Michelangelo, like you were saying, how he was telling that Leonardo was a dark place. I just thought it was really cool, because usually, like you're saying, it's not Michelangelo that points out those kind of things, so that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. It, it was Donatello, wasn't
0: it, though? Oh, you're right, it is Donatello.
1: Oh, it is. Josh, this is all your fault. <laughs>
2: turtle flakes podcasters Bird, go
0: go go get them go 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 all right turtles fans we have a special treat for you again coming back to the sewers with us is TMNT writer and author legend Jim Lawson
1: hey guys thanks for having me hey thanks for coming back on you must not have heard you know our other shows or something like that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, so glad to have you all back on, man, uh, especially during this very special time for the Ninja Turtles and everything. Well, actually, first of all, I guess what I want to say is thank you very much for sending us that 30-second uh, uh, issue of the fourth volume. That was awesome, man. Oh, you're very welcome. Happy
0: yeah, to thank do. you very much. It was, oh, it was so welcome. cool to actually get a comic directly from the the you know the person that did the artwork for it and everything just it's really cool it's kind of special so thanks a lot
1: well i showed my wife the the signature i was like jim lawson signed that you know (laughs) so she
2: she was impressed (laughs) look right there right there yeah Yeah, i was
1: like that's that's him
2: yeah metallic marker right on the cover
0: (laughs) yeah it's awesome yeah
1: (laughs) Well, you know, uh the first thing I think we definitely need to talk about, uh we we just kind of wanted to get your take cuz you were there for the big uh big event back in May, the 30th anniversary where y'all had did a signing at Shellback's artwork or Shellback Artworks. Uh yeah. can, can you kind of take us through what was that what that was like kind of being with the old guys again?
2: Uh, yeah, okay. Um so I, I, this is Steve Levine's store, and you know any, anyone who, who is familiar with the Turtles knows who Steve Levine is, uh, and he's got a store up in Wells, Maine now. And um, so it was going to be a weekend, you know, it was Free Comic Book Day, and uh, uh, so I guess uh, okay, here here I am like skipping around. I'm going to try and keep everything in order. <laughs> so Pete had printed up a limited uh, number of 32s Mm -hmm. he he printed up a thousand in preparation for this event or these events actually the way it worked out it was going to be jetpack comics uh in rochester i think new hampshire on saturday and then steve's place uh shellbacks on sunday so uh yeah we went up there and um I went up early, and it was kind of cool for me because Steve has some friends that have, like, a little roadside hotel up there. If if you know that area, Route 1 runs through there. It's very, very touristy. It's a big place in the summertime, Mm -hmm. and there's lots and lots of uh, motels, and I was the only one in the motel. He'd gotten his friends to uh, hook me up with a room, and they weren't officially opening until the week after, so I was the only one in this whole place. So (laughs) that, that was the first cool thing.
0: That's awesome. And then,
2: <laughs> and then Saturday was Jetpack's uh, show. And I'd been there before, years before, uh, and it was a big event. Other you know, vendors are there and other creators and stuff like that. So uh, Steve and I rolled into uh, Jetpack. And the big thing was Kevin and Pete were together, which mm. I think hadn't been done in 14 years or something like that. Oh, my gosh. So, something crazy so we roll in and there's just you know a huge amount of people there and you know I I, don't, I can't say what percentage of them were there for Kevin and Pete together but it, it was pretty impressive and uh, uh, Steve and I went in Kevin and was already set up and signing and Pete showed up a little bit later and we were just we were just crazy man it was <laughs> It was pretty fun, and was kind of interested in, this, you know, what, we, what it was going to be like to have Kevin and Pete together. You know, quite honestly, we were so mobbed, you guys. That my head was pretty much down all day long. <laughs> you know, I I think it was a great day. We signed a lot of books. They were uh, limiting how many books, or you, you know, we would sign all kinds of stuff. Anything people would would bring up. Uh, We would sign. I even signed a bra that day, which was pretty special for me. Um, You know, I I think they were trying to limit it, but, you know, uh, it it, it was a little bit crazy and out of control, but a lot, a lot of fun.
1: That, That already, so that was just Saturday, right?
2: That was Saturday, yeah. So, the,
1: I mean, that already just, to, to me, is just a credit to the, the franchise and just, you know, people of all ages, I mean, people, you know, older like uh, Josh and I, older fans and stuff, and then <laughs> I'm sure you had uh, younger fans as well. It's just, it, that's a huge testament to how much the Turtles and the original writers, you know, such as yourself and Eastman and Laird and, uh, and Levine, you know, that they, they still come out for that. And if anything, you're mobbed because of that. that was a, that's just awesome.
2: It's crazy when you think about the the life and longevity that this thing has had, mm-hmm. and you know, guys, it's at the point now where it's like second generation. We'll have people come up older with kids, and they'll they'll be like, "Oh, you know, uh, Billy and Susie, you know, they're into it now." You right. know, we <laughs> we were turtle fans way back when, and we still got all our stuff, and they play with our old toys from you know. Uh, 25 years ago or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's it's nuts.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's like my nephew. uh, As a matter of fact, he came over the other day, and uh, of course, I got all my. I I just moved, and I first priority, of course, was hanging up my Ninja Turtles and everything. So um, (laughs) I I have them like kind of hung up all around my room, and uh, my of course, he's real into the Nickelodeon series now. He's about four or five, and he just absolutely loves the turtles, and it just it just makes me so proud. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So what, what was Sunday like? So Sunday um,
2: was pretty. So I I got up all by myself in my my hotel, which was all mine, and uh, <laughs> I rode down to the beach and got coffee and stuff like that. Walked around. Okay. So then I go to Steve's, <laughs> and once again, it's crazy. I had no, I had no expectation. I wasn't sure what was going to happen, but it was uh, very very busy. And Steve's place is a small place. Hmm. and, uh, you know, so we went in, you know, saw a lot of familiar faces. Um, Steve has an upstairs, which is kind of his gallery area. And, uh, we were going to be up there to kind of keep us, you know, somewhat isolated from the crowd. And, and once again, it was going to, uh, you you know, we had crowd control, you know, initiatives in action. They were going to let eight people up the stairs at a time and you could only have a certain amount of things signed. And, um, uh, Good luck with that. Um, <laughs> so it was real it was real busy once again. Head was down a lot. Uh it was fun to watch Kevin because he was in his old stomping grounds. So, you know, people would come up, hey, you know, remember me and Kevin would <laughs> hug 'em and like, you know, chat 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 and then wow. everything would log jam up and uh but it was a great day very, very busy. We were supposed to sign until four, I think, and the line was still out the door at that point. So I stayed an hour late. I told Steve I had to head back at five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on the motorcycle. So I stayed till five. Honestly, you know, I feel terrible doing it. I hate to do that to fans, you know, because, you know, quite honestly, some people I think had been waiting for like a couple, three hours. Mm-hmm. But I packed up and, and booked out of there at 5, and there was still a line going out the door. But everybody was real nice, you know, same scenario, very, very busy, but it it was great.
1: Was that one of the more kind of rewarding experiences for you, like as as a Turtle uh, writer?
2: You know, it, it really is, because it kind of brings home, I guess, kind of your... Notoriety, I guess maybe is what mm-hmm. I want to say. I, I, you know, it, it's it's funny because uh, you know, here I am in my little studio. I'm sitting here right now, and I come in, and my head goes down, and my pen comes out, and that's all I have to think about is, you know, what I'm drawing. And you know, I don't, you know, I don't go really cruise the internet or go to the forums and see what people are saying or you know what what the buzz is out there. But you go to an event like that, and and it's it's pretty it's pretty wow.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I think that just says, you know, just kind of stands for the validity and, you know, and just proves that you guys still got it. (laughs) You know, people will still come out to see you guys because you guys still got it. (laughs) You know, you still have so much to offer. And and I think uh, as a matter of fact, seeing you guys back in action, like your your 30th anniversary story, especially yours in particular, uh, man, I loved it. Have you read it yet, Josh?
0: Yeah, it was awesome. I, I was a really big fan. I was so excited to see the book come out too. And how much interaction did you have with uh, with Kevin and, and Pete on it? Like, it, was it just uh, they told you what kind of story they wanted and you did it, or how did that work out?
2: Yeah, no interaction with Kevin and Pete whatsoever. The only The only person I dealt with was uh, Bobby Kurnow from uh, IDW, the editor. And um, he just came to me, you know, kind of pitched, you know, that they were putting together this little book. They were going to have little short stories from each iteration of the Turtles, whatever, and that they wanted me to be a part of it. You know, would I be interested and submit a seven-page story? And uh, I said I would. It's funny, in my dealings with um, IDW, I've done a bunch of covers for them, and I, you know, submit, like, samples, usually, uh, and uh, IDW, IDW will send them on to Nick, and Nick will approve one or or mm-hmm. whatever, and then that's the cover I do. So I, I knew everything would have to be run through Nick. So I submitted a story for uh, the 30th anniversary book, and it's funny. Nick rejected my – well, Nick actually didn't even see it. I had an <laughs> idea for, for a story, and it was going to be um, – The turtles, it opens up with them uh, on the bank of the Hudson River. And um, I wanted Raphael to be taking a leak because this has never been done before. (laughs) So Raphael is peeing and he sees a body floating in the river. And uh, tells the other guys, and Michelangelo is kind of excited. You know, he he kind of reacts maybe inappropriately. He's like, wow, you know, a dead body. And he runs over, and, you know, all the turtles are like, you know, they're like, you know, what are we going to do? And then they decide amongst the four of them, they, they're going to have to go get a cop. And I'm also wondering how I'm going to get all this done in seven pages. Yeah. So the... The, the turtles say, Well, Michelangelo, since you were so fascinated with this body, why don't you stay with it and we're going to go get a cop and we'll come back? So the three turtles leave and Mike stays with the uh, body. And then I wanted some kind of weird interaction with Michelangelo and the body. And I didn't know Ooh. whether Michelangelo would, you know, uh, kind of grasp the seriousness of this, you know, dead person, and what were they when they were alive, and, you know, did they end up in the water dead because of, uh, you know, some kind of criminal act or something nefarious, or, you know, did they jump off the bridge, which is in the background, blah, 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 and I even was thinking about a Mike Mignola thing, you know, where the body talks to Michelangelo. I don't oh, know. that'd be awesome. Yeah, I proposed that to Bobby, and he said it was too morose, that uh, I uh, Nick wasn't going to go for it. So... <laughs> think of something else. So my second thing was this, you know, kind of somewhat generic kind of rooftop fight where, you know, the, we've seen in comics a million times the, the two foes fight and then, you know, one reveals
1: itself, you know, mm-hmm. to be a friend. Uh, Both stories sound sound amazing to me because, you know, <laughs> the one thing I like about the first or the original one that uh, didn't get picked up was that. The thing about Volume 4 that I like so much, and I'm so happy that they, they chose you for Volume 4, because that's the older version of the Turtles, you know? And, and I've seen and I've noticed from a lot of those issues that there's a lot more, like, human psyche involved in those issues than there they were on the earlier issues, you know, earlier volumes. Like, I, I remember one where Michelangelo uh, separated from his brothers, and he's t- kind of starting to question, you know, his whole purpose in life, and that's kind of what you did in this short story. You see, Leo, Leonardo, yeah, you know, kind of questioning the validity of it all. Like, what's the point? No one seems to care that we're we're doing all this. No one seems to care. Right. And then, and then, of all people or all turtles, Michelangelo's the one that says, "Hey, Leo, you don't want to go there, man. That's a dark place. Don't start questioning yeah. what you're doing." Yeah, I yeah. like that's good stuff, man.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I you know I, I I like that kind of emotional deeper involvement, you know, with characters. I, I think it really makes them, like you said, very relatable. And these are probably feelings we've all had, you Absolutely. know.
1: And, and, the, and the theme I get from it is, especially toward the end, where uh, Shadow, you know, it reveals. Now, Shadow, she whoops up on the turtles pretty good. Uh, <laughs> she, she reveals to the guys, she's like, oh, by the way, it's me. And, and uh, you know, this is what I got from it, um, is at the end of the short story, they're all huddled together, and you see a smile on Leonardo's face and it's like, even though maybe our daily lives or the things we're doing on our jobs, you know, seem meaningless or seem underappreciated, as long as you can still surround yourself with people who, you know, love you for who you are, then you know, things are gonna be okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And and that's you know, that's the valuable thing right there, you know. You you can't go looking for, you know, people to I don't know, give you accolades or compliments or, you know, tell you you're appreciated. You just know that from, you know, the love you get from the people you're the closest to, you know? Right, right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Sweet, I got it right. (laughs) 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 That's rare.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I really like the selection of of Michelangelo, like you were saying, how he was telling that Leonardo was a dark place. you know, I just thought it was really cool because usually, like you're saying, it's not Michelangelo that points out those kind of things. So that that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it, it was Donatello, wasn't it, though? Oh gosh, was it? Oh, I think so. <laughs> let me let me let me look. I, I got it right here. Oh, you're right. It is Donatello. <laughs> oh, it is, Josh. This is all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, like, oh
0: wow, it was Mikey. That's crazy. It's usually not him. <laughs> Yeah, man. Well, uh, well, well,
1: just just to cover, you know, just to cover our necks, you know, what I did notice, you know, in the earlier uh, issues of Volume Four, Michelangelo makes some very astute observations. So, that's <laughs> he's, right. He's yeah, not, he, he's not just a goofball.
2: Yeah, he's not quite the airhead that the yeah people think he might be. Right. He's a deep thinker as well.
1: He he is. He is. <laughs> um. So you know, go, kind of going back to some some of your older works, I finally got your Rat King issue. The the first one you ever did. And oh
2: man, the old old one from the first tale series. Yes, huh?
1: yes, I am holding it in my hand right now.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, it's great. You guys, I, I look back and uh, I, I see stuff drawing from that that time in in uh, and it, it just seems like so awful to me now
1: oh i I totally I mean yeah, <laughs>
2: with like no. the pancake headed turtles with the big puffy <laughs>
1: ankles and stuff no i I totally oh. disagree I mean you know oh. i know I know you're probably you know you you're uh your worst critic when it comes to that stuff, but <laughs> as a reader, you know reading this for the first time i I cannot wait to talk about this because I got so many questions for you, so oh jeez, yeah, oh, so man. look out okay. All right. <laughs> well if if, if you try. ever
0: you know if you really are tired of that stuff and you don't think it was great and you have sketches and stuff you want to get rid of, we'll take them. Sure,
1: sure. <laughs> Sign them. I can show them to my wife again. <laughs> oh, oh man. We're, we're eating it up. Right, right. Up. So, um, first, first question I wanted to ask you about this, this particular issue. I mean, this... Uh, I just read it for the first time probably about a month ago. Especially, you know, because we talked about it briefly in the last interview. Did you kind of, especially like the last page where the Rat King's by himself, it's after the Turtles have kind of defeated him. Well, actually, even before I go to the end, uh, let me ask you this. You, you were talking about how you based the Rat King on actually some of it on a real person. Could you kind of explain to the listeners, you know, who that person was?
2: Oh, okay, I, I, I can remember... I don't know exactly when, but um, I'd heard about this guy who was, um, I don't know what you call him, a hobo or a vagrant or something, and, oh, man, I'm trying to remember the time period that this was. I think it's older than I, I thought it's it was. think like 1800s. Maybe late 1800s or something, yeah. And there was this guy called the Leatherman, and he was French, I believe. I don't know if he even spoke English, but he... Um, kind of lived in the woods and he traveled this route which I think consisted of hundreds of miles and he had these caves I guess stashed around where he would stay and he would um, I think visit people at their homes and uh, I guess after a time they even grew to expect this guy and I, I think they would feed him occasionally and stuff like that and he had a suit made out of, like, these little leather scraps and stuff like that. And I, I'm sure if you Google him, you can find even a, a picture of him. He, I think he had, like, a floppy hat and this this, this leather suit, which had to have weighed, I, I don't know, what what would a leather suit weigh? It had to have weighed, like, 50 pounds or something. And I, and, He's probably uh, in good shape. Would, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he he would just kind of travel around. It, it, it's kind of fascinating if you think about it. You know who who was this guy? I, I don't think anybody really knew anything about him or much about him. I, I was always kind of fascinated by uh, that persona and. Uh, I kind of aped it a, a little bit with Rat King, just just kind of the you know loner kind of mm-hmm. uh, in the
1: woods type thing. And oh, I, I just I just love that dynamic, and and uh, <laughs> you know, and especially uh, toward the end. Now, this is something I wanted to ask you last time. I just I kind of forgot to mm-hmm. ask. Did you intend for the Rat King to kind of be a kind of like lost soul in a, in a way? You know, kind of like almost not necessarily like a villain, like an evil villain, but. You know, he's been isolated for so long that he's kind of embraced the role of being a monster and he's almost threatened by the turtles. And, like, at the very end, when the turtles defeat him, I mean, I'm looking at the last panel that you did uh, in this issue right now. And here's what he says I love this. He says, For I am the Rat King. Everything fears me, everything except the rats. And you see all these rats huddled around him. But you look at his eyes, he looks so sad. Uh, did, did you mean for that? Like almost like t- at the very end, you know, he's not really a villain. He's just kind of a lost soul.
2: Exactly. Once again, man, good job. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm two
1: for two. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, I, I same, definitely bro. wanted him to be a sympathetic figure. uh you know what is what is that? Is it an anti-hero, kind of like a bad guy but does heroic things? Or right? Well, yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe that's different. He's,
1: he's got some tragic flaws. <laughs> yeah. But I love villains that you can kind of like. Oh man, I kind of you know like there's a couple villains in the new IDW series. It's like I can understand why that person is 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 hurting so much. And and that's yeah. kind of how I feel about the Rat King. It's like, man, that I kind of feel bad for the poor guy because you know he's gonna be there in isolation for the rest of his life until somebody else shows up. And, you know, it's just it, all he has are the rats, and, and they're the only but, ones who kind of respond to him. Uh,
2: yeah, but at least he's got the rats now because in the beginning of the story, he was afraid of the rats, right?
1: Oh, I, I guess so. I, I guess so because, you know, you don't see him with the rats right away, and then the rats attack the turtles, and then when the turtles defeat the Rat King, the rats come out and embrace him. Oh, I yeah. didn't notice that.
2: You know, Rob, I'm not certain, because it was so long ago, I can't even remember, but I'm, <laughs> that's my memory, is that he was kind of avoiding the rats, that they, you know, they oh, were wow. a threat to him, yeah.
1: Oh, that makes it even more interesting. <laughs> 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 so, you know, uh, speaking of that, I mean, that was released, looks like on the cover here, um, January of 1988, what, what was the reception? Was that immediately, like, you know, oh. a positive reception from what you can remember?
2: Oh, man, I, I can't even recall, you know, you know, back then, all the books were selling so good that I think it sold really well, but I, I can't remember what the fans said about it or what the, mm-hmm. the letters were like or what the response was, you know? Uh, yeah. Well, hey,
1: cool. you know, 20-some years later, I, I think it's pretty awesome.
2: Yeah, <laughs> can you believe it? Yeah, I know,
1: I know. So, so Josh, you got a question? Uh, I, I know, Josh, uh, he's kind of on a uh, quick schedule here. He's got to go back to work. See, I got the whole day off. (laughs) Not to rub it in. (laughs) Well, thanks for Um, taking the time, Josh. Jeez, man.
0: Well, absolutely. I mean, it's an honor to be able to talk to you. Uh, And we just really appreciate your work so much that there's – it's hard to describe how much, you know, you can really read into a story. Uh, But I think Rob did a great job of kind of nailing down how the stories can affect you and how the turtles can be interesting. Thirty years later, we're still reading about the turtles. But uh, one of the questions I want to ask was – I know that you do the, like, for example, on the, sh- the short story that you did for the 30th anniversary, you did the story and the art, but Steve Le- Levine did the colors, and I know mm-hmm. sometimes other people do inking. Do you generally have a lot of communication with people that take your work and then do color or inking on them? Like, what kind of relationship is that? When, you know, what kind of input do you have, and have you ever had a problem, or was there a particular time that they really nailed what you were going for?
2: Interesting, interesting. You know, generally, I would say I probably don't have a lot of interaction with the inker. You know, I'm thinking of maybe like Series 2 of the Turtles. Oh, man, there was there was some guy outside the studio that was inking a lot of my stuff. Man, I really hate to say it, but I can't even remember his name. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. But but most of the stuff, you know, uh, volume four, you know, it was, it was Eric inking a lot of stuff. You know, with the inker, I don't really feel like, with any inker, you know, where I can go ahead and, you know, say, you know, I want it done this way, or, you know, here's, you know, some inking samples of inkers I like. You know, I don't know if inkers really work that way.
1: I'm kind of curious about that. You know, do you actually write down the words that that you want to be inked, and and they just you know verbatim go word by word, or is it something where you're just kind of talking about the thoughts and they come up with the dialogue?
2: Um, depends on who's the writer. So with like Pete, and Volume Four is a perfect example. Um, he will he would give me like three or four typewritten pages, and it would be something like. Um, Leonardo's in the, uh, the something zone, the something world there, and he's walking with, you know, uh, Yoshi. Uh, oh, man. Mm-hmm boy, I'm really, like, stretching my brain here. He he would just write it all down, just like it's a story. And they're, they're jumping on rooftops, and uh, a foot soldier pops up, and there's a scuffle, and Raphael is separated from the others. So, so you know, that's exactly how it would be. And, um, you know, Pete and I's working relationship was pretty close. I would just go through and... um thumbnail everything out. And even from there, he would prove the, the layouts or thumbnails. And then I would go right to Pencils okay, with no clue what the actual dialogue is going to be. Huh. I would go right to Pencils, get the whole book done, and then give it to Pete. And then Pete would generate the dialogue from that. Now to to me that's a very unusual way of working. When I was working with Steve Murphy, you know, everything was all scripted out already and I'm working on another comic, you know, very similar to that. All the dialogue is already there so I can tell exactly who's saying what and and that's I think more more the common, more the standard way of working.
0: That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Well, and it, one thing that Rob Rob usually points out is the expression on people's face, and really, that says a lot more about what they're saying more so than the dialogue does. Yep. So,
2: I think it is very helpful to have all that dialogue out. So, exactly like you say, you know what people, you know, are saying. You know, you can have you know a panel where you know two of the characters are yelling at each other. Whereas, you know, if it just says like, oh, uh, you know, they the, the turtles get in a fight with the foot, you know, you can have a particular part of that scene where maybe you know Raphael and uh, Leonardo are getting a little bit of an argument while that's happening that that was the weird part about working with Pete and <laughs> the way I work myself like with that short story with IDW I kind of generate the thumbnails and dialogue at the same time I, I find it really helpful to, to know what the characters are saying to each other so
1: yeah that's awesome well you know shifting mm. gears because you said something really interesting in, in uh, uh, one of the emails uh, that we exchanged um before we get into the current film, uh, I wanted to get your your take on you know are there any have you watched a lot of the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle films and everything and, and if and if you have is there a certain one that you really enjoyed or or a certain one that you really disliked? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a loaded you, you question. Know, you...
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't mean to trip you up wow. here. <laughs> you,
2: you know you're asking me a question. Uh, have I seen have I seen the turtle movies? Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know maybe. Oh man, I I can't even remember. You know, I, I I haven't seen them multiple multiple times. Maybe some of them I've, I've only seen once. Uh, well, you
1: haven't seen the one where they go back in time yet, have you?
2: Is no the wait a minute the live action one? Yes, yes.
1: There there were three in the early nineties. There were, the first one was in 1990. Uh yep. the, the second one I think was 91, and then the third one was 93. But the the third one they went back in time. Did you see that one?
2: I think I did see that one. That's that's where there were samurais, right? And yes. Michelangelo was like riding the horse backwards or something like
1: right. that. Right. <laughs> that, that's kind of the one that Josh and I kinda of make fun of a little
2: bit. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember they kinda of progressively got a little sillier and sillier, right? They they did. Yeah, they, did. Yeah, they did. I, yeah.
1: I was just kinda of curious, you know, you know, from a you know, a fan asking a comic book writer if they've if they've seen the films, you know, kinda of what they think of them.
2: You know, I, I think I can kind of remember You know, it's funny, stuff from that time, I think it has a certain charm, but I I think basically I... I don't know. I can't remember really being that impressed or thinking like any of them were great films. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> right, right. Now, now the first, the first one in, you know, in Josh, in my opinion, it was kind of like the nice blend. You know, the, the, I'm talking about the very first live-action TMNT film yeah. from 1990. That was a nice blend because it kind of incorporated some things from the Kevin Eastman, Peter Laird comic, and also kind of added a few new things. But you're you're definitely right because it seemed like the second one and the third one. Not that we're knocking them completely, but they got a little bit sillier and a little bit more kid friendly. They kind of right. stepped away from the comic books a little bit.
2: Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's my impression as well. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, so, what do you what do you think of the uh, new Michael Bay film coming up? You know, do, do, are oh. you are you excited to see it? Like, what were your impressions of seeing the turtles the way they were?
2: All right. My, I, I've only watched the trailer. I think a couple of times.
1: That's like Josh and I. We've we've only watched it like once, and we were like, oh, I don't know what to think. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, I, I gotta say that. You know, visually I was pretty impressed you know you know the effects now there was this crazy thing where what, what is it Leonardo is like flipping off this tower or something like that yeah yeah and, and like lands on a ledge um, you know it, it looks pretty cool um I know one of the Un- until you get to the head, and I, all I'm thinking, all I'm thinking of is Shrek. It looks just like Shrek, Shrek to me. Um, yeah, I understand. And they're really big, which is kind of cool. But I know some of the the chatter around here is at the studio is like, if they were going to do computer uh, computer generated turtles, why wouldn't they make them some kind of something other than human proportions, like either you know thicker or smaller or something i mean they look they look basically the same as as a human
1: proportion no right uh, if anything like a bodybuilder's proportion
2: yeah yeah i mean yeah. they're they're
1: huge you know that they must work out
2: <laughs> <laughs> and and you know in in the beginning of the trailer i can remember there's something like you know it's that that weird voiceover thing you've heard a million times, like, oh, when the city is in danger, you know, <laughs> who will come forward to save us or something like that. And I can remember, like, you know, kind of groaning a little bit and rolling my eyes. <laughs> and, there, and there was one other part where, uh, uh, you know, April sees the turtles and passes out. And I've just seen that so many times that I was like, oh. Couldn't they have a di- give her a different reaction this one time? You know, uh, <laughs> but I, I don't know. But, having said all that and kind of dissing it i 'm very much looking forward to it and uh, i 'll certainly be you know one of the early ones in the theater to check it out
1: yeah that 's exactly how we feel. you know We actually watched the trailer you know this was the infamous uh, episode nine where nothing worked out for us and, and you know we we were doing like a first impressions trailer we were watching it live on the show, <laughs> and then there was some kind of recording issue, and we lost the audio and everything. but we were like we, we both saw it, and we just didn 't know what to think at first. But that doesn't matter because no matter what, we are gonna we're gonna watch the movie. You know, it, 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 did you guys watch it together? Yes, yes, we yeah we, yeah. Did. Yeah. we watched it over the internet together, and it yeah. was like a first impressions kind of thing. And you know, there there were things that we talked about. You know, how we kind of like the turtles portrayed in in more of a darker way and have like more mm-hmm. of a suspenseful build up before you finally see them. And you know, in the trailer, they're just kind of there, and you actually see Michelangelo with his headband off, and he looks so different and strange but
0: you know yeah that was the biggest thing i think because rob and i were talking about that like you said them being silly they really pitched more it felt to me like they pitched more of the silly than they did you know the awesome and dangerous kind of ninja thing right and and even in the first film and in a lot of the comics first you see shadows right and you hear noises like you a real ninja you don't really see them coming and then when they finally do get revealed after being in the shadows, you know, they look awesome. Mm-hmm. But in this one, not you don't get the shadows, you just get all of a sudden their mask is off. It's like the complete opposite of what you'd think a ninja would be.
1: It's like, boom, me. in your face, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, I thought, I mean, it, it was really strange, but uh, that was one thing that I didn't like about it, because I was hoping that they would go a little bit more serious, because you know, when you can empathize with situations and stories, I think that's what keeps the the turtles more interesting. Which you know that might happen in this. You know, this, again, this was yeah, it's, just yeah. a trailer.
2: Really hard to tell what the what the mood of the movie is going to be.
1: Right, like right, and and you know, like I think we're all in agreement. You know, no matter what, I think we love the turtles so much, we are definitely going to go see it. No matter what, they're going to get our money's worth, and uh, you know, I, I think. I think either way it doesn't diminish my respect for the franchise and my passion and love for the franchise. So you know, I'm looking forward to it yeah. actually.
0: And I, I think uh, Jim, you made a good point about the fact that the, with CGI, this you know the the flip that he did off the the bridge of the building or whatever that was. There's so much more that they can do now, and that was really highlighted in the in the new cartoon series, the 2012 cartoon animated series. I don't know if you've seen that, but just the slow motion and the action sequences that they can do, I mean, they can really do some intricate uh, choreography with the moves that you really would have been hard to do with Suits, so I'm kind of excited. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I agree. So, you know, one of the last questions we want to ask you is, you know, have you um, read some of the IDW comics that are out for the Turtles, you know, and and kind of what your thoughts are of what the new kind of incarnation of the Turtles were?
2: You know what? I I started off... (laughs) I kind of hate to admit it. I started off buying all the books, and kind of, kind of digging it. I thought, I thought they were doing a really good job. I love the art. Uh, I don't know who who was the first guy that started with them.
1: Uh, uh, the drawing, I think it was Dan Duncan.
2: Yeah, for some reason I think so too. I could, So so yeah. And then I was reading the story, and uh, it seemed pretty cool. And then they went to uh, they hooked up with like the neutrinos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And my interest just kind of waned right there, and I stopped buying the books, and I haven't bought them since then. So I don't know how, how the book is going, if it's, you know, a worthy, you know, mm. are you guys still buying them? Is it a good, good series? Should I pick it up?
1: Or? Well, yeah, yeah I, I've been buying them, but I've not had a chance to read a whole lot of them. <laughs> Do you, are you aware of the origin story of the Turtles in the new series? Like, it's a totally unique style it's basically um, Hamada Yoshi, you know, Splinter. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it was done, yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's basically, he has four sons. And, you know, the, the four sons are killed by Rokusaki, you know, Shredder. Right. And, and uh, Hamada Yoshi, he swears that he's going to get vengeance and everything. And he confronts, he finally confronts Shredder. And he says, you know, uh, you know, they have a fight. And I think somehow, I can't remember off the top of my head. But somehow Shredder defeats Yoshi. I don't know if he had like a, you know, his own foot clan army that killed him or something like that. But right before Hamato Yoshi's killed, he kind of says this prayer that one day he'll be reunited with his four sons. And then it turns out that with some kind of reincarnation, you know, he, he's this rat at Stock Gem Labs. And he runs into these these four turtles. And then they end up, uh, you know, Eventually figuring out, hey, these are my sons, you know. It's a it's a reincarnation story, which has never yeah. been really done before that I know of. Yeah. You, you know, how do you feel about that? Is that I mean, that's totally different, but uh, in in a way, to me, it seems kind of cool that they tried something different.
2: You know, I, I gotta agree with you, and you know, since I'm kind of a visual guy, anyways, you know, I'm I'm thinking back as you're telling me the story, and I'm remembering seeing the the comic and the art and stuff like that, and the art was you know amazing mhm uh i thought with the you know the 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 scenes there uh, back when they were in Japan. I don't know, geez, I wish I could think of the artist's name. Really, really nice stuff. But, yeah, I, I have no problem with that either. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I think that's kind of cool. It's kind of nice to see a new twist on it, you know?
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I, I kind of, um, I've not read a lot of the newer issues. Josh and I, we've only read, like, the first, you know, five to you know? ten issues. But we, we really like what we read so far. And there um, was some kind of, like, uh, Japanese witch or something like that, wasn't there, that... I think so. Uh Josh, would you know who that is?
2: Part of Saki, you know, she was working with Saki as part of this whole thing or something. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I can't I can't remember, but uh mm. I, I really kinda like the direction they're going in or at least they're trying to so far. Uh you know, and and um you know, the neutrinos I didn't even know about that yet, so uh, you know, that uh I don't know. <laughs> I know they were kind of annoying in the cartoon <laughs> uh so yeah daddy oh <laughs> hey, yeah yeah
0: too funny Ugh. are you working i know you're at uh, mirage studios now do you typically work there like full time do you only work on turtle stuff there and, and is there a lot of work that you have in the works right now of new turtle stuff
2: um the the answer is yeah josh that um i i have a little studio here at mirage this is the same little space that i've been in Oh, man, for the past, you know, whenever we moved here uh, to Center Street in Northampton, my, my, my same little space, very familiar to me. I love it here. And um, Pete uh, owns the building, owns the space I'm in, and is kind enough to let me use the studio for free. So,
0: nice. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah, so I come in here pretty much five days a week um, and draw what needs to be done. Uh, whatever that may be um, my turtle work these days is limited to pretty much commissions I very recently did a piece for IDW uh, what is it as I look at my invoice up here tacked on the wall it's, it was tales of the TMNT line six so that that cover was just recently finished by me and sent to them for coloring. And as well as that, I've got you know my little project that I'm working on now. Um, I recently sold a book to a publisher out in Oregon. It has nothing to do with the turtles. Um, it's a evolution of the dinosaurs book. I don't know if I told you guys about that before. No,
1: no, this is this is totally new to me.
2: Oh, cool. So yeah, I, I did this book. Um, it's a comic book. It's going to be, a tra- uh, you know, like a graphic novel. It's 118 pages long. It uh, These two characters get together, and they walk the history and evolution of the dinosaurs. So they start off in, I think, the Cambrian period or something, where life first starts showing up in the early seas of Earth, and then uh, it ends at the extinction event at the end of the Cretaceous period. These two characters witness all this. And uh, a company called Craigmore Creations out in Portland, Oregon, uh, liked it and bought it. They do, like, natural history stuff. So it's going to be an actual book coming out in the spring of
1: 2015. Wow, I had no idea. That's awesome. I'm a big dinosaur guy. Oh, cool.
2: Well, hopefully you'll like it. There's a, you know, a big educational aspect to it, kind of a new thing for me, but I tried to research everything hopefully thoroughly and I didn't screw things up too much uh, <laughs> nice. and this publisher does a lot of natural history stuff so it'll kind of like uh, slip right in with the products that they're already coming out with and I think you know the one last thing I'll say is that I, I originally intended I would kickstart it and uh, when I first talked to Craig Moore, they were like, well, we don't know, but now they uh, think it's a great idea for me to do that, so I might try kick-starting it this fall. My book will be black and white, theirs will be color. Uh, uh, There should be some kind of content difference right now. I'm trying to figure out maybe an alternate ending in mine before theirs comes out, just to differentiate the two books from Mm -hmm. one another. So yeah, I'm very excited. I'm, I'm looking at page, I always ink in sequence, and I'm on page 81 right now. Wow. Uh, and so 118 pages. I'm very near the end. I've got a deadline at the end of July, so I've got to get all the art done by then.
1: Oh, well, hey, it's, it's nice
2: to see that the future's looking bright.
1: That's
0: <laughs> yeah. awesome, yeah. yeah if know, you do but, a Kickstarter, yeah, let us know. Yeah, please.
2: Yeah. Oh, thanks, you guys. Yeah, this, I'm really excited. I got an advance, and I'm getting royalties, and this is a, kind of a big deal for me, so I'm, I'm pretty psyched.
1: Hey, the, the future's so bright, you've got to wear shades yeah man
0: thank you so much for taking time to talk to us again Uh, it was really a treat to be able to to talk to you and thank you so much again for uh, issue 32 of the volume 4 it was just so cool to get it directly from Mirage Studios to my house it was like the coolest thing ever I mean I was like a little kid
1: (laughs) I I think I'm gonna get mine framed (laughs)
2: isn't it bizarre though there's no 31 the 31 isn't out and yet 31 comes to out before 31 i mean i I had to laugh it's like typical mirage thing you know where where you have to do things kind of a little bit differently but well hey issue 31 was a mirage
0: yeah at (laughs) at the end of it it says to be continued do you know do they have you working on more of these or
2: you you know what honestly josh um pete has talked a couple of times about wanting to finish up the the storyline the volume four storyline, and he retains the right i guess to do that he can he can uh, come out with i think something like up to eighteen eighteen issues a year having said that and and Pete has asked me a couple of times if you know, these are his words. I'm paraphrasing a little bit. You know, if if I decide to like, you know, uh, finish the book up, would you be interested in penciling? And my answer is always hell yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> you know, saying that, I I don't see much action on his part to get that done. And I I know there's no pressure, and you know, he he definitely you know deserves a, any amount of time off that he feels he needs. Uh, so I'm I'm there if. If he wants to get going again, uh, I just don't know when that would be.
1: Well, hey, he he could take his good old time, and the the yeah. issues, you know, he has plenty of time to think about it, and the issues will be amazing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny that stuff
2: in issue thirty-two. You know, I, I hadn't seen it in years. It's probably I probably did it five or six years ago. So, mm. yeah, I, yeah. I, I love
1: seeing Raphael or uh, you know, kind of half dinosaur working out. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and it's interesting with that book, too. I don't know if you guys know, but um, I'm going to take up more of your time here.
0: Oh, Josh, please do. i, oh, I, I got to get right. going.
2: Uh, it's that, you know, as, as every other issue in that series, you know, I penciled it, and it was given to Eric to Ink. And Eric had the originals, you know, took them home. He, he's not a studio worker guy. He works at home. And uh so years pass and the turtles are sold and and so on and so forth and so i kind of got it in my head that i wanted to finish this book and uh so contacted eric a couple of times and he still had the pages and he couldn't he found it very difficult to work on them so at my insistence he handed me over the pages and uh there was inking on them uh eric skips around when he inks i ink sequentially he skips around so there was a little bit of stuff on probably every single page, uh, to differing degrees. Uh, so maybe I want to say 20% of the book was maybe inked at that point. So I started inking on it, and um, uh, realizing it was a little bit more than what I thought it would be, but but I was I was. Uh, uh, working on it with the intention I was going to finish. So then Steve Levine and I still keep in pretty good contact with each other. And Steve called. And I told him blah blah blah. I'm working on issue 32. And Steve's like, Oh, if you want any help inking on that, let me know. So I said sure. And I can't remember if I finished uh, as much as I wanted to and packed up everything and sent it to Steve, or if I I, I think I sent him maybe like half the pages or something like that. So Steve is working on it now. So huh. there are three inkers on that book. <laughs> Although, if you flip it open, I don't think I have any inking credit in there.
0: Uh, yeah, hey, I got it right here.
1: Let me check real quick.
2: Yeah, I've got,
0: I've got mine handy too.
2: Yeah. So, anyways, there's three inkers on it, and I can remember Pete came to me and you know asked me what was up with 32, and I said I'd sent the pages off to Steve, and Pete wasn't happy with me about that. No. Oh. <laughs> Rightfully so. You know, I probably should have checked with him before I kind of made the the decision to uh, bring Steve in. So, you know, Pete was entirely within his right, and uh, uh, anyhow, the book finally got finished. Uh, all the inking was done. I think Steve did a fantastic job, but on some pages, it's really interesting to kind of, like, look through them, and you can kind of see the, the hands of the three inkers there. And yet, still, I think everything kind of came together, you know, pretty pretty much, you know, it's it's doesn't look i think like three different styles of artists you know everything kind of looks pretty consistent i think and
1: yeah de- definitely it's definitely uh very consistent but yeah you're right it says here uh credits peter laird writing lettering toning jim lawson layouts penciling eric talbot and steve levine inking so yeah wow See? i didn't know that yep
2: no credit there but but there are my inks on there
1: yeah. <laughs> that's awesome yeah well, well, Jim, hey, thank you so much. This this was a blast as always, and I, I know I can speak for Josh when we say that you are um, you know, synonymous with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comics. I mean, you are one of the main guys. You, to me, are uh, – you, you've tugged at my heartstrings quite a bit with your stories, and uh, I, I just – I can't tell you enough how much we appreciate all the work and dedication you put into this because it's really <laughs> – just the 30th anniversary kind of speaks volumes to who you guys are and how much you mean to this franchise, and we can't thank you enough for taking time out of your day to hang with us.
2: Oh, I, I really appreciate it, you guys. You know, I'm, I'm lucky that I kind of stumbled into this, this whole thing and, and that it's been, you know, the, the most awesome thing I, I could ever imagine. You know, All
0: the fans are lucky that you stumbled into it, too, because yeah. you do a great job.
1: Yep. Thanks. I concur. <laughs> appreciate it. All right, Jim. Well, you have a good one, my friend. Thanks, okay. Jim. Okay, guys. Take care. All right. All right, you too. Hopefully we get to do this again one day. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. All right, see you, Jim.